everyone. Welcome back to Fostering Growth Podcast. Um, today we have a new episode for you and with me is my beautiful, 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 beautiful boy, Alex. <laughs> What's going on everybody here? Alex, your boy, back with another podcast. That was the most, I guess, like subservient introduction I've ever gotten from you. I was wow, literally, she's like, my beautiful, beautiful, use it too much, but you know. Appreciate the love. It was a song, but okay. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> today's today's episode um, will be revolved about around the five love languages. Um, for those of you who have not heard of the five love languages, the five love languages consist of words of affirmations, quality time, receiving gifts, physical touch, and acts of service. We took a test. Um, I made Alex take a test. And... So I was forced to take a test because, you know, I guess it was my homework. And uh, surprise, surprise, you know, that didn't do my homework. And Sorry, guys, I failed. <laughs> and so I had to make him do a test where it kind of basically gives you a percentage of what each love language or like where you stand on each love language. Um I will be posting the link if any of you would like to take the test. Um, and also, if you want to just Google it, you can just kind of Google the five love languages test. It also gives you other types of, or like the quiz, um, it gives you other types of quizzes. Uh, so it's it's really fun to do. Um, I enjoyed it. I learned a little bit, you know, about myself and as you all know, this podcast is about self-love and self-care and, you know, kind of doing things for yourself, putting yourself first. So we will be talking about the five love languages, not just how to share those with others, but also share that within ourselves. You know, show yourself uh, some quality time by spending some time with yourself and learning to love yourself and actually take care of yourself. Um, we'll be giving examples of each one. Uh, you know, Alex has his own examples of what he would like to. Forced, by oh, the way. Stop with the force. You're kidding, here to help others. <laughs> and you are also giving, you know, a guy perspective to this. No, of so course. It's great. It's always a pleasure. It's for the kids. It's for it's for the 1%. You guys know who you are, Chads. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, doing All right. For you. I'm <laughs> so. We're going to start with um, Alex, his first. My feelings. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I took the test and for the five love languages, I got acts of service as my number one being at a 30%. I think we should start with like one by one because I already named them and we shouldn't just, we, I think we should just start like one acts so of service we'll and then talk about that. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I was just going to go into that since I felt like that would have been more appropriate. Um, and since, oh, it's it acts of service being my main one, I guess we can start with that because I was actually surprised. And I'm only going to say this for the time being, because I'm more of a physical touch person, but I guess since I'd never been, uh, I guess, uh, what's the word? I haven't, I was never exposed to this test until now. So yeah, I know giving it, giving it some actual thought kind of, <laughs> broadened my perspective and my and my own ideals as to what my love language really was so without further ado i mean i guess one thing i can really talk about it is how i can how i perceive that and acts of service at least in my you know my own perspective are would be like at least if i had a partner it would be them you know talking about shouldering some burdens if i'm like going through a lot especially like there's been moments in my life where i've been overwhelmed just with like work and things like that and not really necessarily i've had a partner but i i've had you know co-workers in a in a in a way in a weird way you know share their love for me as a co-worker by helping me out and you know hey man you know what you've got this assignment you've got those projects let me help you out let me let me let me burden some of that let me take some of that from you and like 
I really do appreciate that. Like mm-hmm. I, I see, you know, when someone sits there and says, takes some some of their time to come and help me, mm-hmm. and you know, give me some help. That uh, yeah, it does you know give me that sense of like, dang, they really care about me as a person. And then even then, like on a personal level, like you know, whenever I clean my room or whatever, um, I'm just self maintenance, like you know, self hygiene. Like mm-hmm. to me, that also gives me that sense of self love. Like I'm taking care of myself. I'm making sure that like that's how you would refer it for yourself yeah okay um before we get to that part i'm gonna read you what it says on the once you take the quiz and it gives you like your percentage um below each category it kind of gives you an a little paragraph um so for the acts of service it says can helping with homework really be an expression of love absolutely Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you. (laughs) Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language that their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. So like you were saying, you know, when coworkers, when friends, when roommates are you know considerate and telling you hey i can see that you're struggling what can i do to help you or let me take that off of your shoulders that's that's very considerate to people and i feel like you being a chef too you're under a lot of pressure at work sometimes so it is helpful to have other people to be like hey you're you know doing this part of you're stuck on like 600 steaks let me let me burden the right yeah exactly like let me do an entree or anything else on on the side um and then so now going into what you would do for yourself to show that act of service for yourself and then you were saying you know even cleaning your room well yeah just like cleaning my room personal hygiene or like um like even self-cooking because it's funny like as much as I am a cook, I rarely cook for myself mm-hmm. just because I'm already cooking at my job. But when I do cook for myself, I I go all out. Like mm-hmm. I make sure that I cook my temps, I cook my right, whatever, whatever yeah. it's gonna be that I'm gonna plate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm plating it for mm-hmm. life, you know, like like it's a like it's a like it's a restaurant plate or like if it's a my job plate. Because honestly, if I put that much work into my job. I should put that much work into myself. Okay. And I mean, I take pride in what I do. Yeah. I mean, that's good. And and I feel that some people don't even realize that taking care of themselves, like you said, you know, that personal hygiene, like you're showing that acts of service to yourself because, you know, you're presenting yourself and loving yourself in, in a certain way. And then, like you said, cleaning your room, like I kind of have that on my example too, where as to like keeping areas clean, you know, cluttered spaces, like I've mentioned over and over again, how I keep decluttering my house. And so by keeping my area clean, it tells me like, oh, look, you know, I took care of this. I don't have to worry about the next day. I'm looking for something and I can't find it because I have a cluttered space. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, sometimes it happens over and over again where you have to keep organizing and keep organizing but it's also normal it's it's normal to continue to be keeping your area clean and and organizing because that's what having a home is you know so um i think another thing is like clutter space equals clutter mind um i feel that a lot and when you feel overwhelmed when you feel stressed you don't really get tend to yourself you know you start not loving yourself you start kind of talking to yourself negatively negatively and yeah i think acts of service just kind of you know helping and then being helped is is a good it's a good thing what else did you have anything else for um acts of service Mm, i mean organizing routine too because okay that's 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 a big thing for me is i've been out of routine for so long that i realized loving myself is putting myself in a routine to wake up wash my face brush my teeth if I can fit a meal, God willing. <laughs> if I can fit a meal before going to work, God willing. But if I can't get up, clean my face, wash myself, like the basic, again, coming into hygiene, but like just organizing myself in a way that like I value myself because I'm dedicating myself time to mm-hmm. get myself ready for work then mm-hmm. go to work, do work, come back, take time to, you know, okay, assess my room, what I got to do clean it up, have free time, and then go to bed. Like, yeah. I put myself on such a good schedule. Like, And mm-hmm. I feel like that has given me that self of like, yeah, you're putting yourself in a in a good stance of like, I, I'm constantly going to keep putting my uh, a routine so that way I don't have to sit there and like, wake up, what am I doing? 
Because yeah. I mean, I used to find myself waking up, wasting half an hour doing, well, I don't know what the heck, and then had to go to work. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not even prioritizing anything. I'm not brushing yeah. my teeth. I'm not, I'm not even washing my face. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'd skip like meals. You're getting ready. Yeah, you're I'm just, just kind of up. And I would just zombie, and yeah, I would zombify myself yeah, throughout the that. day. And then, you know, ever since I started putting myself on a, on a, on a, or on a routine, I'm very, I'm very on it. And I'm very proud of myself for being on it because now I'm pushing that, like that, what's it called? I'm pushing that. I don't want to say stigma because it's not really stigma, but I'm pushing that front, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, into other aspects of my life, even mm-hmm. work. Now I'm getting more organized at work. Yeah. Back then I used to just run around, highlight markers and things like, I'm going to do all this task. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because I was so disorganized, I don't get one or two projects done. Mm-hmm. But now that I've, I've, I'm narrowing it down to how much time I've got, I clock in, I clock out, mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot more done. And I'm, and I'm happy with myself for pushing myself to be in a routine. Yeah. And that's, and that's good. It's hard to, start a routine and maintain and maintain it yeah but once you start getting into the habit like you actually feel good like even what some people are like you know start with making your bed just start with making your bed and then you feel more organized you feel more you know what i used to think is like why even make your bed you're gonna go back into it anyways (laughs) but obviously yeah like it's just kind of you keep it organized you keep it clean and then you're like oh okay like it's not time for bed like if you see your bed all made up you're not going to want to put yourself in the bed. You're going to yeah, be more exactly. productive, you know, no, but no, people yeah. don't realize that they're like, eh, like me, eh, it doesn't matter. I'll just keep my bed like that. So um, I think another thing of like to-do list, like when you said your to-do list of, you know, when you go to work, this is what I have to do and getting organized with it. You know, it, it saves you a lot of stress. It saves you a lot of time saying, okay, now what do I do? Or even juggling a lot of things you can't, really even finish one thing you know prioritizing yeah. so i mean for me it's even like grocery shopping like when you said oh i want to cook for myself that's an act of service of course it is but you know got to get the grocery list out you got to actually put that okay what am i gonna want to make for myself yeah. what do i want this week and what does it boil down to yeah and sometimes you know some people just buy oh i want this i want that and then during the week do they make those meals like no like it's happened to me i'm not gonna lie it's happened to me and yeah. food goes to waste so sometimes organizing yourself in that way helps you know actually Most definitely actually want to cook for yourself or want to enjoy a meal here and there um or even like fixing something uh, for yourself. Like uh, I have my car who the the headlight that I've mentioned before, where I'm like, I have to change my headlights and I want to kind of fix it myself and do it for myself. Yeah. I might need help. And that's why I've asked you for help. And I think I even asked mom for help. Um, But I think like fixing it for myself, because it's something not super simple, but something new for me to learn. And, you know, sort of simple as others have said, you know, you just have to kind of, YouTube it, see it, do it, and then you're going to feel, you know, good because I don't have to rely on others. Um, I know one time when the toilet broke here at the house, I mean, between me and mom had to put the toilet back and it was a really good, like, experience. Yeah, it was a good feeling for to know, okay, yeah, you know, I could, I did it myself with, you know, I like I said, this quartz <laughs> dome, I, chrome dome. Yeah, like I, I can put on my resume that I've changed the toilet, so. You guys need toilet change? Call me up. <laughs> but it it feels good to do these things for yourself. And, and you feel more independence and you feel more like, I can take care of myself. I can do this. And it's okay to come falling down and, and miss a day or two. But it it's the whole point is, you know, getting back up and getting back into it. A routine isn't working for you, then change the routine, you know, change the things that you can control. And that way, you know, you're not overstressing and overwhelmed. Okay. Um, so... Alex's second love language is? Uh, it was words of affirmation at a 23%, which, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I don't personally believe that words of affirmation are my second highest calling. But, you know, the test, the test, what um, the results are in and the test said it was that. So speaking of words of affirmation. I'm reading this or are you no, I mean you, oh, you oh were... my examples, right, right. Sorry guys. Well, you were okay. talking on the acts of service that you were kind of like thinking to yourself and then I made you make the list. So yeah. Kind right. of go. Well, I mean, with the words of affirmation, I guess you can say like being told like 
you know, you did your best, or even though I mean, just you did your best, like being told, like, hey, you did a great job today. Like, doesn't matter. Like, for me, my job has to be a great job because I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a cook. I seek perfection outside of work. I still seek perfection, even though it's not a realistic thing to seek because there are flaws and, you know, whatever. But coming back to the whole words of affirmation, like at my job, like when I'm done after 10 hours and my chef tells me like, dude, you you killed it today or you did a great job or you guys did an amazing uh, prep service day. Mm-hmm. Like that's just very satisfying. And it's very, it, it means a lot to hear that like my chef who, you know, doesn't always see us out there working because he's in the office, he's doing it. He still notices like, cause he does with his walk arounds. But like he'll personally come up to you and tell you how much of your how much of a good job. Like he's not just gonna be yeah. like, all right, everybody. <laughs> you know, my one thing about my chef that I really do is his words of affirmation are very like selective. Like he will come to you and personally talk to you in a positive way and his way to reach out to you. So like for me, when he reaches out to me and tells me, you know, like I did a great job at work, whether it's you know just perfect temp control on the meats or you know creamy mashed potatoes that are like you know straight, straight out of clouds heavens, however he wants to put it. For me, it's just being told that I did great on my job. Mm-hmm. And personally, I guess it's when I can tell myself, hey, man, you did it. You woke up today and you kind of just faced today. Yeah. That's just one of my biggest ones. It's usually it's the only word of affirmation that I really bring to myself. Because, I mean, I'm not a very wholly positive person. So I don't have a lot of like, oh, yeah, man, you kicked butt today. Or, <laughs> hey, man, you know, you took a two in the day. Yeah. Nah, for me, it's just, hey, man, you woke up today and you did what you had to do and that's good enough and I'm proud of you because mm-hmm. I mean there's moments where I wake up and I don't even have words of encouragement for myself it's more so I wake up and there's a piece of paper mm-hmm. by my best friend Nico that says things will always be all right so mm-hmm. yeah. that's also my personal words of affirmation that come from my own best friend like that's a little cool. slip of paper that yeah. I literally it's literally taped to the side of my new desk <laughs> well you know what i told you about these sticky notes so i better okay, see okay well i can that. stick that on the window <laughs> on your mirror please so you're getting ready um <laughs> words of affirmation uh the little paragraph that reads um on the test is actions don't always speak louder than words if this is your love language unsolicited com- compliments mean the world to you hearing the words i love you are important Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. And so writing down what you would say is words of affirmation for yourself to show yourself self-love. What do you think that you would want to affirm? Like, like if you would wake up and say, I am strong, I am beautiful, I am smart. Obviously not that simple. Those are examples. But like, what would you be your words of affirmation? Like three uh, words of affirmation that you would give to yourself. I mean, I persevere. I persevere. Okay. Um, Jesus, Lord, put me on the spot here. I mean... Well, it says inspirational self quote, oh, yeah. so That's... you had to think of an example, boy. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> but <laughs> got to sit there and throw me on the spot. You know? All right, yeah, all I right. mean, I persevere. Um, even then, like, I guess another self quote that I that I kind of like, I don't really um, lean forward on much, but it's it's really more of a Latin thing. It's just my mental mori, like we all must die and it's i don't want people to think that's no listen like my mental me remember you must die yes exactly <laughs> but i don't i don't see that in any like negative form actually i honestly really see that as a positive thing mm-hmm. because to me remembering that phrase tells me that i have limited time and i need to you know enjoy life for what it really is mm-hmm. instead of sitting there waking up and always be in my zombie like mode because that's what i do to myself like I really, I really wake up and I'm just a zombie. I'm mm-hmm. just, I don't really like connect nor do I attempt to connect. So when I tell myself, you know, that word or that phrase, it it really does ground me back into mm-hmm. reality and helps me realize like, hey, well, I'm just letting, I'm letting a lot of things slip me by. I'm letting a lot of emotions, a lot of experiences, a lot of the memories that I'm not even like trying to make that I could be making. I'm letting them slip me by. And I should just remember one of the things is that at some point I'm not going to be here anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Live life and experience it in Mm -hmm. every possible way. Okay. So that's one of my, it really does, Mm -hmm. to me, is a positive. It's not not something, I know it sounds negative and morbid, 
but I know for a fact that words and and phrases can be always interpreted into millions of different ways. Mm-hmm. What one person might perceive as very negative, mm-hmm. another person sees it as like a very positive, forthcoming way. In my mm-hmm. opinion, that's you know, besides I persevere, uh, memento mori, and I guess another one would be literally from zombie land which is enjoy the little things enjoy the little things it's true enjoy the little things biggest one is just enjoy little Mm -hmm. things because it's the littlest things that make the biggest moments in our lives and i mean for me a lot of little things have led to a lot of big moments in my life like i wouldn't i wouldn't be at the marriott marquise Mm -hmm. like a five-star number two hotel in the entire united states if not like the entire world i think it's number three in the world mm-hmm. but like i wouldn't be in a top organizational thing like that if i hadn't sat there and constantly pushed myself in a even if it was negative mm-hmm. but in a positive stance of like i always got to look for something better yeah and i did and i found that's something good. better yeah and that's good that's that's you in your daily affirmations that will lead you to you know the success that you see like yeah. you said it, it works for you it works for you it doesn't have to be like i said i am strong i am confident those are just simple ones sometimes but sometimes you need affirmations that speak to you on the level that you are because yeah. sometimes me, me just saying i am strong is not enough it's you know just like you said enjoy the little things and that makes you enjoy the little things this memento mori remember you will die is you know you kind of live life every day to your fullest because it is a reminder yeah. um like yesterday and is history Tomorrow's you persevere like you continue yeah like no matter how much you fall you get back up and you continue so that's good i like those i like those um some uh, example or my bed my one of my examples was daily affirmations of course you know complimenting yourself even like complimenting yourself on your outfit of the day you know that that fit check where you're like oh i look good i look fresh (laughs) jordan's been telling me that a lot he dresses up and he goes i look cool mom huh i look cool and i'm like yeah you look cool he's like I look fresh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, is that what the kids are saying nowadays? They're bringing that back. Um, fresh out here. <laughs> fresh out the cut, dripping in paint. <laughs> but other things that you could also do is like send sweet messages to yourself. You know, sending flowers to yourself. Kind of putting yeah, that's, that. It's actually funny that you mentioned that because I don't know if you know that. Uh, I'm not trying to do an advertisement here, ladies and gentlemen. But I don't know if you know that app. It's called... Um, it's called... Uh, co-star it's like you're able to actually send yourself messages or things like that that like oh all yeah, the lines it says yeah. like they'll send them to you at a later date and it's actually mm-hmm. dude i'm not gonna lie like you speak about that and i've sent myself a couple that like randomly appear out of nowhere yeah. later and that does Make help going um yeah no like sending uh messages through co-star like that that's you know, great example. Um, messages through flowers. I know some people like to receive flowers and you can always gift yourself flowers and, you know, for, for your future self. Um, on a podcast, I heard of um, one of the hosts that they would send themselves flowers here and there, like, you know, chocolates or things like that. I mean, some people aren't really into flowers or maybe like an edible arrangement you know Mm. like send yourself an edible arrangement and treat yourself like the whole point is to show yourself love and to talk to yourself positive positive you know to talk to yourself in a positive light because sometimes nobody else is going to do it you know you got to do it yourself sometimes you got to bring yourself up sometimes you got to get up and look in the mirror and with tears in your eyes you got to say let's get that bread you got to keep moving you got to keep moving forward you got to give yourself those props that other people they could you know maybe people do see they do see the amazing things that you do and they say you know hey great job you're doing great sweetie you know things like that but Mm -hmm. there's days that you're gonna wake up and you're gonna need to do it yourself so find those ways that you guys can connect to yourself and show yourself you know that words of affirmation and give them some give them the give those to yourself um other examples and i know i did not do this for acts of service because i totally i mean we kind of went all of them like you know the examples that are on here um yes so other ways to show words of affirmation to yourself um is writing notes for yourself and sticking them around your space i have these um kind of like hexagon looking uh, little dry erase boards that i wanted to stick 
in the bathroom so that I can have them there to see, you know, my roommate can have them there to see if she'd like to have her own, you know, affirmations that she can wake up and get ready to in the bathroom. Um, I know that you can, you know, do or set reminders on your phone, you know, with affirmations. And I have that I am app that basically gives me different affirmations. And I've shared some of those in my stories, um, you know, so I could share them with others. But for example, right now I open it and it says, I am overflowing with love and positive energy. And, you know, it's really nice. You open it up, you have that affirmation. If you can't think of one, you just open the app and it gives you one. And it's like, okay, like this is what I, what I tell myself, what I repeat myself today. And maybe it'll help. Um, You can also have it as a widget on your phone and it will give you that you know, on your lock screen on your app or between your apps you know so you can just see them wherever wherever and whenever you need them you know they're there um so yeah moving on to number three so my third love language was quality time in at 23 percent and well, I mean, quality time, I guess. Hmm. That's a, that's a toughie because being honest, I've been single for like, I want to say, I want to say like a year and a half just because like I was in a relationship with your prior or it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I guess while I was in that relationship, I'll use that as like a, you know, mm-hmm. I appreciated the moments that my partner at the end that time would, you know, make time for us, you know, whether it was like special little movie nights or special little, like she would like sometimes even go out of her way to do little picnic nights where mm-hmm. like she would set it up, call me at like a certain time. I know you're coming out of work, but you know, meet me here at the park, blah, blah, blah. I've already got a, I've already got a pair of clothes for you and like use a basket. Like I really yeah. do appreciate that. That was, that was really nice. No. Yeah. But I mean, some of those moments were very actually like enjoy the little things type things. Like it was just the moment of having somebody there. Mm-hmm. That was the greatest quality time. It was just nobody but this person and I. Mm-hmm. The paragraph under quality time says, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical. But really being there with TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. So like you were talking, you share time with like a partner. Um, you spend that quality time with them. You spend what, like doing couple activities, what you say, you know, like you said, those picnics, those sound really nice. Imagine like going to the movies or taking trips together. Like those are things that you can do with a couple, you know, with somebody else or even like with family, like, you know, us trying to take a trip together, um, you know, going to concerts together. That's quality time for us. Cross country tripping boys. <laughs> yeah, with your friends, you know, all those things that you've done. And so now talking about the solo things that we would do for ourselves. Uh so with quality time for uh myself, yeah, it would be like besides going on field trips with friends, you can go on self-field trips, which I actually do a lot more than going with friends. Like I like to just go out skate by myself or I like to go to La Jolla and mm-hmm. like look at the sunset because I don't know the sunset out in La Jolla is way better than like Mission Beach sometimes it all just depends but I like I like solo adventuring now more mm-hmm. than I used to do with groups um I like to lose myself in music when I go soloing adventuring because it's actually one of my biggest like uh was it um coping skills mm-hmm. is to just put on an album a track and just let it flow mm-hmm. I mean Gaming used to also be another one, especially since by myself about time to do it. But I mean, it's crazy because gaming for me has evolved into a into a more leisure activity. Like I'll play it by myself majority of the time because it's a lot of offline games. 
I don't really play online competitive multiplayer unless I'm playing with friends. And even then, if I'm playing with friends, it's more so just to have fun and enjoy it. Like it's no longer to be as competitive. So I feel like um you spend quality time with yourself like that. Yeah. And then uh self-medicated. I mean, I do smoke and I'm not trying to glorify it or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm just throwing it out there mm-hmm. for my viewers. If you also, you know, if you partake in smoking, you know, weed or even smoking cigarettes, which they're not good for you, but I can understand that in some moments you find comfort in that. And it's not bad. I mean, a little joint, if that suits you, you know, like for me, with how I go through with life, like sometimes it's okay for me to sit back and relax and, you know, smoke one. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, to say that, you know, you should, or I'm not praising it out there. Mm-hmm. It's just, You're one just of saying my what you do. Yeah. quality moments of time is, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. It's nice for me to go out by myself in the wilderness, light one up, inhale, exhale, and just let nature kind of like, and just let the world sort of unveil on me. Like mm-hmm. I, it's a, for me, that's such a great way yeah, for, for you. me to open for me to really grasp what I think about it during the days or just about my week, because there's mm-hmm. moments where I unravel and unraveling myself in a forest helps me re-ravel myself. I don't know if that makes sense, but like being like, as I unravel myself mm-hmm. throughout the day, like being able to just go somewhere and just, I guess, um, re-envelop myself, mm-hmm. it really helps yeah. because I'm known for be- being very emotional with myself. I just, it's just something that I've come to find out as a person that like when my emotions hit me, they hit me, they hit me like a semi truck. Mm-hmm. So it's better to be alone in my feelings so that I can acknowledge them and yeah. figure out a way how I can organize them. Yeah. And that's, and that's a great way to spend some quality time with yourself because you really start like you said assessing your feelings and you're not you know uh blowing up as much as yeah if you don't assess your feelings if you don't actually sit down and feel your feelings and i've i've like told that to many of my friends and like even myself of like sometimes you just have to feel your feelings and spending some quality time within how you feel you know sitting there even like meditating you know you're just really taking it in and finding ways to ease and control without, you know, bursting like a bubble. Um, I know some of my examples are like how you create special moments, like with yourself. And I was even talking to you earlier about how, like even having quality time with yourself could be, you know, taking a bath. I like to take baths. I even have like special (laughs) care in my baths of like adding, you know, um, a bath bomb or some Epsom salt, you know, to relax my muscles and, you know, that lavender smell, like an essence, you know, like add little oil droplets of lavender to kind of relax me or maybe some candles, you know, to do that. Um, glass of wine. I like to indulge in wine. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, having like a glass of wine to just kind of relax, you know, um, a book to read sometimes, like I don't, I put music on at times to relax and, and, you know, it it makes me feel like I ac- access some emotions through music, like you've said before, of, you know, just kind of getting lost in the music. And sometimes when I take a bath, like I have like a certain playlist or, you know, sometimes I just like to listen to instrumental music and it just, you know, relaxes me. And then other days I have like a book and, and you know, I wish that I could say that I've been able to find a book that's, oh my God, I cannot put this book down. Um, I haven't, but I've been, you know, going through different self-help books. I've been reading, you know, just entertainment books of like Harry Potter when I, cause I'm reading with Jordan. Um, even my roommate, you know, recently gave me or not gave me, but like, let me borrow one of her books too, you know, to start reading. And so I'm trying my best to kind of have something to, that catches my attention, but at the same time in a bath, like obviously you don't want to be reading in there for two hours. So it's good to just have a small, you know, 30 minute read a couple pages and then all right you know it's time to get out (laughs) chapter one the boy who lived (laughs) i mean for real like i'm just enjoying a little bit of harry potter in the bath yeah yeah um i we had mentioned about like halo books in the shower (laughs) oh in the shower yeah um the taking a solo trip somewhere new like it doesn't always mean like i know you said you know you like to go on solo trips by yourself 
as a man, you're very lucky. <laughs> as a woman, I am not. <laughs> you are, as long as you've got a 5,000 milliwatt taste zone on you, but you know, I, I can't be the one to speak for you. No, but I mean, there are ways that I can go. I've had friends too that have gone hiking by themselves, you know, then they've been safe, have been even like just go enjoy a meal and go to their favorite store or even go to a new place to eat by themselves. Like it takes a lot from you to do something by yourself. A lot of people are like, I feel lonely. Like what are people going to think? And oh, how embarrassing. But sometimes it feels really good. It feels really good to be like, I've been wanting to go to this place and nobody wants to go with me. So I'm just going to take myself. I'm going to treat myself. And then you go and you're like people watching and you're just eating. And I've had those stares. Like I've gone to eat by myself and people are kind of just staring like, oh, what a weirdo. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm just there enjoying a meal. And then planning, I would be writing my notes, you know, writing notes for the podcast or writing notes of my to-do list of what I need to do or like writing notes of anything. I just kind of take that time for myself. And it, it really, you know, helps me spend some quality time by myself, you know, without without having to be out there and really be like, oh, I'm going to a pumpkin patch by myself. Like, no, you don't have to do those extreme activities. But then also, if there is an activity you wanted to do and you want to try out, like, go for it, you know, do it by yourself. I think I've been wanting to do like indoor skydiving because I already did outdoor skydiving flips of the hair how but, is indoor work a fan yeah i guess it's like a fan i don't know but i mean i want to experience it and like people are the same question as you asked my friends are like well how does it even work like and it's like it doesn't matter i just want to experience it so i'm in my head i'm like i might take jordan with me but i might just go by myself you know or sometimes i've been wanting to go to the batting cages by myself and just kind of you know knock a couple to ease some stress it's not even because i enjoy playing baseball or i want to be it's just i want to release some stress hey let me just go get some batting cages <laughs> mm -hmm. um i've been wanting to take self-defense classes or like kickboxing classes because then that's also you know sp spending quality time with myself man, <laughs> basically um, but then also you know give myself that I can defend myself. I feel stronger. I feel, you know, more confident. I feel better about myself having that. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm giving her that Mulan song in the background. She's not wrong, though. Um, yeah. Uh, other examples, um, you know, says schedule a date night with yourself, which is kind of what I said, you know, going go to a cafe, explore nature, you know, going hiking by yourself, things like that, reading a book, um, journaling, talking to yourself, you know, not in the crazy way, but just like like really Laura, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> um, but yeah, just spend some quality time with yourself. You you really need it. You'll find yourself that you're gonna learn new things that you didn't know or maybe find things that you're like, wait, why did I stop doing this? If I love to do this or I'm really interested in that, like, why did I stop? Because maybe you didn't find somebody to do it or maybe somebody else shunned you and was like, that's dumb. Like, don't listen to other people. It doesn't matter. Just do what you like. Do what you love. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Numero cuatro. <laughs> uh number four all right now i said previously this this one should have been at least a second uh to the top it is physical touch weighing in at a undermining 13 percent. which <laughs> personally my uh was it my definition of physical touch i mean besides it being you know what it means physically touching somebody or being there in the physical doesn't necessarily mean like like they have to hold my hand or, or things like that. Like, I feel like, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, they got to be there holding be my there hand. Never mind. I think they about gotta it, cuddle but, me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got to cuddle. But I guess like, I don't know, because for me, it's not so much the holding hands parts, I guess. But it's, yeah, just having like a person to embrace. Because I guess mm -hmm. like I am an extremely cuddle bug. Like that's yeah. just. I guess one thing that I can really firmly say, like, is I love cuddles, bro. Like, there whether even with, yeah. whether it's with my cat or mm -hmm. with a person. Yeah, like, because you said that it was strange why physical touch wasn't, like, up there because you're a very touchy person. So, like, that makes sense. Um, but then I guess, like, again, since this was the first time I was ever uh, introduced to it. introduced to this test, being very truthful to myself, I guess I also learned that 
maybe my love language does change. So mm-hmm. maybe it's changing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do still love touching and quality of time, but now it's more of like, hmm, like with that whole, with it, with it being acts of service, honestly, like, and not trying that to like- surprised you. Yeah, because, and I'm not trying to take off for the moment because we're still explaining it, but just to quickly delve in, it's like, yeah, because I'm a person that has really noticed that like, I really do, you know, take into consideration how much a person is willing to help me out. Mm-hmm. So- Back to that physical touch, though. Um, That physical touch, that little paragraph below says, a person whose primary language is physical touch is, not surprisingly, very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, and thoughtful touches on the arm, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Appropriate and timely touches communicates warmth, safety, and love to you. So, like you were saying, like you're a very you're a cuddle bug. You like to cuddle. It shows, you know, love. It shows affection and care. Um, but even having that, like you're walking, holding hands, that's physical touch. Or you link arms, that's physical touch. Or you know, you're walking, hugging a person, that's physical touch. A small pat on the back of you know your friend saying, "Hey, man, you did a great job." Pat on the back, like that's physical touch, and that just shows that care. It doesn't necessarily. I understand that a lot of people with physical touch, like they don't mean things, but at times, other people, like <laughs> cough off myself, you better serve yourself in the plate. <laughs> I had to say it because. I don't, you know, my children, I know my children. Um, Yeah, going back to me, who doesn't really like a lot of physical touch from other people. But when it comes to relationship, like, obviously, I do. (laughs) I obviously do, you know, like physical touch. And I, I like to be cuddly, you know, with a person. But it doesn't really come out of me to be touched every single day. Or, you know, that, oh, yeah, they're just touching me on my arm like to them it's like oh yeah it's just (laughs) it's just you know to share care or warmth or safety whatever and in my head I'm like don't touch me (laughs) you're touching me you lie you lie (laughs) and like the people the people that know me know this so like when somebody like does it and I I don't know how to tell them like I I can't just be like don't touch me (laughs) don't touch me (laughs) stop no Like, it's hard, but I try to communicate to people at times where I'm like, I'm not really a touchy person. And a lot of friends already know. Like, some friends, I know that they hug me, and it's not that I don't hug them back, but I just kind of stand there, and they're like, and I'm like, "Mm, yeah. (laughs) But then there's times where a friend is like, can I have a hug? Like, I know you're not a hug person, but like, can I have a hug? And I'm like, of course. Like, I'm not going to not give you a hug. It's just, I'm, that's not my preference, you know? I'm just not a hug. Personally. Yeah. Um. But like I said, when it comes to a relationship, like I am a very touchy person feely. Like I like to touch my partner, you know, when I have one. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a very long time, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> Showing self-love to yourself, though. Tears. <laughs> Can I start with this one? Because I know you're what you're gonna bring up already to the team one. I'm I just, I'm not ready. Oh, she thinks see we had this conversation, so I'm not gonna throw it out there. But I am gonna say snuggies and personal massages. Okay. <laughs> Lots of personal massages. Cause sometimes you just gotta love yourself. And sometimes you gotta love yourself in the most private of moments. And sometimes you also need a snuggie to give you that feeling. <laughs> so I'm gonna say we're gonna keep it as PG as possible, guys. But yes, personal massages and snuggies. I mean, yeah. If you know, you know. You're the real one, man. <laughs> Having like hug- oil. <laughs> Hugging and cuddling, you know, sitting close by, you know, are very nonverbal cues. But when you're solo, like I bought myself a weighted blanket, you know, so I could feel like somebody's hugging me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain that one. I just really like the feeling of weight on top of me. <laughs> I know my kid likes it too. Um, but it, it it feels like somebody's there with you, I guess you would say. She got a weighted blanket. Um, <laughs> 
Um, and then you said you said self massages, but I say go get a massage. <laughs> hey, dude, look, you gotta be real with yourself, man. Go get a massage once in a while, bro. Once in a while, a personal massage is not a bad thing. Okay, go get a massage. You know, like you a get... massage envy or a Groupon has great, yeah, <laughs> great yeah, opportunities yeah. to Happy get ending, massages. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I like to get massages I, I like more. to give myself personal my shoulders and my neck okay. so that I can I like my happy endings. Thank you very much. the stress that I have from carrying this whole goddamn family on my shoulders. <laughs> okay, we got through that. <laughs> yeah, so if if you see me out there, don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. Our last one, receiving gifts. You said it was very low to you and you were like, I don't like receiving gifts. But. Well, I mean. Is that broccoli again? It was that. Yeah, it was, it's delicious. You, want, you want some ASMR? No. Okay. Let me, let me answer the question, please. Eat. At a whopping 10%, um, receiving gifts was my last of my five love languages. Rightfully so. because. Even though I understand giving someone a gift shows consideration, it shows, you know, like they look at the little things about you and, the, oh, this person likes this trinket, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Personally, I'm not a gift person. You can't gift me something and I'm not going to see that as like, oh, wow, you love me. I understand what it means, though. So some people, you know, a little, excuse me, a little necklace might seem like a lot. Um, personally for me, a necklace is just a necklace. Mm. That is why me, it is at a 10%, but for some, it might be higher. To some, I mean, yeah, some people like to receive gifts. Um, I know sometimes I like to receive gifts, you know, but it's, I don't think it was high on my Middle, midsection. Um, receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gift thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a haste, hasty thoughtless gift would be disastrous and so would the absence of everyday gestures gifts are heartfelt symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you so like we said you know giving gifts does show people like you truly care like you see something you're like oh this reminds me of alex and then you buy that little gift and i give it to you so that that yeah. you know you you feel you have those thoughtful gifts and gestures um, um celebrating special occasions you know anniversaries you usually give gifts during anniversaries you know yes, depending yes, of that uh tokens of gratitude like you do something for me and i'm like thankful then you know buy you a gift um i've had that like you know friends have showed me of like doing favors for them or helping them out and then they're like oh like here i bought you this you know champagne and cake oh yay nice. thank you for the love <laughs> yeah for that i mean mine my friends do that they'll buy me they've, they've bought me cakes things like that um, my best friend, uh, Nico, he bought me a, a watch, mm -hmm. which I still wear to this day, which is a very beautiful. It's not on right now. I mean, it's not on me right now because I'll be honest, you know, you want to fact check me and, and hurt me like that. <laughs> I'll tell y'all right now, it is undergoing some maintenance because unfortunately I scratched the, the window oh. really bad. So during work. So you were very thoughtless. I'm just kidding. Anyway. Uh -huh. Hey, yo, pod, like <laughs> I feel attacked today. I'm just going to throw it out there. But yeah, like. It's something that, at least that's one of the gifts that I really do cherish. Like, I'm not a gift person, like I said, I'm really not. But something like that to me means a lot. Because one, it came from my best friend of like seven years. Mm -hmm. And two, like, for him, he put a lot of thought. Like, he didn't just want to buy me any sort of watch. He wanted to give me a watch that represents me, represents my style. And at the same time, because he knows I'm not a flashy, got, Gucci, Gata, whatever, like Prada dude. Mm -hmm. Um, it was a very, very elegant still uh watch, which I'm very grateful for. And even then, like 
Um, now, since you know I single Pringle, I buy myself gifts, which is again, I don't buy myself a lot. I'm not a very materialistic person, regardless, mm-hmm. but I do like to buy myself like necklaces that are nice, turtle ones. I like turtles because my sister's a turtle, she's my shell. Look at that. Shout out yeah. to the sisters. Um, sister, sister. Uh, I also do enjoy like. I mean, like I said, going back to the whole like personal time with building like gunpla toys or action figures, I like to buy myself those things every now and then because I do enjoy them as a kid. I love them. And growing up, I'm still a kid, bro. So you got <laughs> to give love to yourself when you were a kid. So you got to buy those gifts for your kid self. You got to heal your inner child, which foreshadowing, I want to do a project with you that includes child toys from the 90s that we never had and want to go thrift for the elephant in the The room elephant no not the elephant Mm -hmm. i mean no but like speaking of that 90s you get and i you guys will probably know more we were kids but that one thing with the elephant trunk that shot butterflies up in there i remember that (laughs) thing i probably what it's called that thing was cool i wanted that as a kid right for some odd reason well foreshadowing for I don't know, maybe <clears throat> Patreon stuff. <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah, so f- through receiving gifts when you're like with somebody, like we said, celebrating special occasions, those tokens of gratitude, but for yourself, you can celebrate yourself. You know, for example, on your own birthday, you gift yourself on your own birthday. It kind of ties in with that, um, what was it? Um, um, um words of affirmation like you send yourself flowers on your birthday with a nice little thing and it's also receiving gifts you gifted yourself something you know it's kind of like a hand-in-hand type of thing um other things is like you know for me you're like mother's day like i celebrate myself on mother's day you know i i kind of pamper myself give myself a day go take myself out to eat like those special moments special occasions um just kind of giving yourself that love because as I've mentioned before, sometimes nobody's going to give it to you. You kind of kind of give it to yourself and you can't just be like, oh, I wish I had someone. Well, you don't need someone to necessarily feel those things. Yes, it's nice. And of course, you know, everybody wants to find that, that sweet someone. But here we want to push forward that self-love, self-care, like treat yourself. And so even like when you said, you know, you buy yourself, buy yourself things and for one, it's like not just clothes and stuff because that's kind of necessities, you know, or like buying yourself like food. But when you said buying yourself like those mini figures that you like since you were a kid, like that's receiving gifts, healing your inner child. It's a, a passion and a love that you still have and that you still want to hold on to. And that's nice. And that's that's like perfect in every way. I want to start buying myself like lego flowers because i like legos and i like flowers and that way they won't die you know (laughs) but it's like just giving yourself gifts here and there doesn't necessarily mean like materialism but it just means that you think about yourself and you love yourself and you give yourself that happiness um that you gotta it's it's all part of loving yourself and loving others in the you gotta yeah you gotta be good yourself to spread love to others as well um but yeah so those were the five love languages and those were my (laughs) five love languages due to the test yeah like one one through five um for my love language percentages um my number one was quality time with 26%. Um, my second one is words of affirmation with 23%, which me and Alex have the same number two words of affirmation at 3%, 23%. So you can tell that we both are very word affirmation needy kids. <laughs> number three was we have mommy issues. Number three was receiving gifts at 19%. Um, number four, physical touch at 16%. And number five, acts of service at 16%. So physical touch and acts of service for me is like uh, hand to hand. But because, I mean, once, like I said, I, please don't touch me. And number two, um, I do like people to, you know, show me that they're going to help me through things. But 
I think more than anything, I'm always doing everything for others. And so that's why it's very low. I feel like within this past year where I've really been working on myself and showing myself more, you know, self-care, self-love, I've realized that acts of service might be a little bit like if I retake the test, it might have gone up because I do feel like I would wish people would be more, you know, considerate and be like, hey, let me help you out. And for me to accept that help, because it's really hard for me to ask for help in general and doing everything for, you know, for example, you kids doing as much as I can for you guys and always helping you guys. And then, you know, recently you've been helping me out out of the goodness of your heart. Like that was that really has caught me out of surprise. And I've told you before where I've been cried because it's like I wasn't expecting it, not because you did it of like what you gave me or whatnot. It's just it was very kind of you to do that. And I know that since you're growing up, you're also realizing like, damn, like, you know, my sister, everything that she did when we were younger and you find yourself showing that gratitude back to me and I appreciate it. And I know Miguel has done that too with, you know, him helping me out recently as well. So it's really nice to have others do it to you. But sometimes when you don't have it, remember you guys, you have to do it to yourself. You have to give that love to yourself, show that love to yourself, you know, and I really, really do encourage you people to take the love language test, um, the quiz. Like I said, you can Google it and I'll also have it um, linked uh, on Instagram and Facebook uh, if you guys want to check that out. Um, but yeah, it, it could really give you guys insight of, you know, where you stand and how you can show that, you know, love to yourself. Um, and with that said, thank you very much, Alex, for being here with me. And no, it's my pleasure and helping me out uh, introducing this new kind of, you know, subject of the five love languages and how we should start showing that love to ourselves. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's a pleasure to always be um, aboard the podcast and always, you know, making an appearance. It's, it actually helps me, you know, push to be a better person. So this podcast has also helped me in a way. Yeah, welcome. So I should be thanking you. Yay! And as always, you guys know, uh, you can find us on Instagram at fostering.growth.pod, uh, Twitter at foster underscore growth with two H's, um, Facebook searching fostering growth pod. Uh, I do have a lot with Facebook where I think I have one, maybe there's two pages that I accidentally made, but um, you know, just I'm still trying to learn all of that. I'm not sure um, for the future of Facebook, um, how it's gonna go, just because I'm still having a hard time trying to figure out which one is my actual account and which one is the page. Um, so if you don't really see a lot on those things, I'm sorry, but I'm really trying to kind of keep up with it because I know one thing is linked to Instagram and other is not linked, but yet it still has posts. So it's very confusing. I'm really sorry about that. Um, and. If you guys have any, you know, questions, comments, concerns, would like to reach out to us, you can always reach out to the Gmail, um, fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. And um, as always, you know, it's all going to be anonymous, unless, you know, you allow us to use your question in a podcast. It will completely remain anonymous and we'll just keep it at that. We're all adults here. Yeah. And so go ahead and, you know, share anything you'd like to share. It doesn't have to be shared on the podcast. Like you said, you can send in and be like, hey, I just wanted to say this, but you, you don't have to share it. Or being like, hey, I'm okay if you share this. Like That's as simple as that. You can just say yes or no, and it will be or will not be shared. But we really do encourage people. I mean, we're open here. It's, you know, we, we just want to really know that it's having that impact with you guys and for you guys to reach out, you know, it means a lot. Um, so go ahead and feel free good. to do that. It's also good to let our viewers, you know, to hear what our viewers, you know, have to say as well. It's it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, I'd want, love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we want to hear, every, like not, yes, of course, everything, but everything mm -hmm. and anything that you are willing to share, mm -hmm. whether it be a personal problem, or a personal obstacle, mm -hmm. or not even a personal one. It could be just life, you know? Yeah. We're here, we're available, and we're more than ready to talk about it. And to the best of our ability, shed some light. Mm -hmm. And as always, stay tuned for more stuff coming up. Um, I know it's as 
it's a slow process and it's a learning process for all of us, but you guys know life gets in the way and what's important is that we keep moving forward and we keep going, we keep growing. So thank you guys all for sticking with us and being here. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys so much. Um, there's a lot of new things coming up. Hopefully I'm able to share them with you soon, but like I said, I'm still working on them. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.